Good morning, Nachum. Good to have Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Balak. Parshas Balak, one of the most challenging parshios in the Torah. Number one, what's it doing here? There are no mitzvos of the 613 found in Parshas Balak. However, it does contain very many lessons for the Jewish people, and indeed, mankind. Let me start with a beautiful tongue-in-cheek, Machshava, which really is outstanding for Parshas Bolok, namely, the Aptarav, Zechot Tzadik Levracha, who wrote the Sefer, Ohev Yisrael, and had nothing but great love for each and every Jew. And he told his Hasidim that Avas Yisrael could be found in each and every Pasha of the Torah. So it happened to have been that week, Pasha's Bullock. So they said to him, Rebbe, where do you find Avas Yisrael in Pasha's Bullock? And he answered, Oh my goodness, it's so simple. Bullock, Bez Lamid Kif. The Bez is Viahafta. The Lamid, Lireacha. And the Kif, Kamocha. There it is. So they said to him, Oh, Rebbe, you don't spell Viahavta with a vase, you spell it with a vav. And you don't spell Kamocha with a Kif, you spell it with a chaf. And what did he answer? Listen to this, everybody. This is wow. He said, If you're going to be so nitpicking and you're going to be so exact, You'll never have Avas Yisrael. Okay, I begin, and probably should even end with that. Can I top that? The answer is no, but I'd like to share with you something very interesting, which emerges from the Parsha. Please note, everybody, in which Parsha in the Torah are the Ten Commandments found? And the answer is in Parsha's Yisro. So you're going to say to me, come on. The Ten Commandments have to be in some parsha. What's the difference in which parsha? Okay, if that's the way you feel about it, fine. But I'd like to suggest, as I d- believe the Rav Sechrona Levracha suggested, that Yisro, who represents the non-Jew, who ultimately converts, represents the universal aspect of Torah. For the Ten Commandments is not only for the Jewish people, the Ten Commandments are for all of mankind. And I'd like to suggest that similarly, one of the most significant takeaways from Parshas Bolok is the concept of a Moshiach. The Rambam, in his last two chapters of his monumental work, the Yad HaZaka, there are 14 books in the Mishnah Torah. The last book is called Sefer Melachim, the book regarding kings, and the last two chapters of Sefer Melachim, chapter 11 and 12, speak about HaMelech HaMoshiach. The Rambam in his first chapter, excuse me, in chapter 11, the first of the two chapters that deal with Mashiach, writes the following. 
that in the future, Osid La'amod, Melech HaMoshiach, the Messianic King will arise. And what is he going to do? The Rambam immediately tells us, Lachzir Malchus David Liyoshna, he's going to renew and restore the Davidic dynasty. The next time you sing David, Melech Yisrael, it's not simply talking about the past, but this is reaffirming that 12th of the 13 principles of our faith. I believe with complete and perfect faith. In the coming of Mashiach. And even though he may tarry, and come on, where are you? And we can't wait anymore, which is what we're supposed to be feeling and pining for. I wait for him each and every day that he comes. What's he going to do? He's going to renew the Davidic dynasty. He's going to restore it to its initial sovereignty. He will build the temple, Boneh HaMikdash. There will be a third Pesach HaMikdash, and he's going to be overseeing the building thereof. Umekabetz Nidchei Yisrael. And he's going to gather the dispersed in Israel. And, continues the Rambam, then in his days, the observance of all the statutes, the chukim, and the mitzvahs will return to their previous state. All 613. We will offer korbanos. We will observe the Shemitah on a Torah level. And the Yovel. And, listen to this, writes the Rambam, anyone who does not believe in him, or does not await his coming. Such a person denies not only the statements of the many other prophets who speak about his coming, but he denies those of the Torah, the prophecy of the Torah and Moshe, our teacher. Now, should you ask, okay, where do you find this in the Torah? So the Rambam in, once again, chapter 11 of Hilchos Malachim, brings no less than three different biblical support for Moshiach. One is coming from Pashas Nitzavim, chapter 30, verses 3 and 5, where the Torah promises God will bring you back from your captivity have mercy upon you. He will again gather you from among the nations. Even if your diaspora is at the ends of the heaven, Hashem will gather you up from there and bring you to the Lamb. Okay, now watch. The Rambam told us already that this is part of his job. So he is the one that is going to implement that which is contained in the very beginning of Perak Yud Aleph. He's going to restore kingship and he's going to build the Mikdash and gather in the people. And if you want to see this further, the Rambam in Hilchos Malachim, Perak Dalid Halacha Yud writes that in all his matters, his deeds, the Mashiach, the King of Israel, shall be for the sake of heaven. His purpose and intent shall be to elevate the true faith and fill the world with justice.
destroying the power of the wicked and waging the wars of Hashem. For the entire purpose of appointing a king, writes the Rambam, is to execute justice and wage wars, as we find in the Haftorah that we read recently from Shmuel, our king shall judge us, go out before us, and wage our wars. Now, I'd like to remind everybody that in our Shmona Esrei, each and every day, we pray right after the Yerushalayim Ircha, bring us back to your city of Jerusalem. We have the bracha of Esemach David Avducha, namely the shoot, the little seed, which is coming from King David. Please, Hashem, Meheira Satzmiach, may you speedily cause the outgrowth of David your servant, to sprout forth. This bracha, and if you want, henceforward, whenever you say this bracha, pause for a moment and let those words of that beautiful song, we want Moshiach, we want Moshiach now. But it shouldn't be just a song. Think about what it means. It means that at the time of Moshiach, as we'll see in a moment, there's going to be greater spirituality in the world, that is the way we have to prepare ourselves for the coming of Mashiach, by making ourselves more worthy, by making ourselves more conditioned, please God, for a spiritual environment. Now, the Ram, in that bracha, we say every day, Vikarno Torum Bishua Secha. What does that mean? His keren, his horn, shall be raised through your salvation. Rav Schwab, Zechrona Levracha, in his Sefer on prayer, and I quote from page 494, writes as follows, that the Karen refers to two different aspects of the Mashiach. One, the word horn is a metaphor for power. Because an animal expresses its power by goring and his enemies showing his power. But in addition to the physical aspect of Karno Torumbishu Asecha, elevate the horn so that he can fight the wars of God, the word Kerem also has the meaning of a ray, R A Y, as in the end of Shmos, the end of Kisisa, Koran or Pnei Moshe. The skin of the face of Moshe radiated light. In other words, the people could perceive the spiritual rays of light that emanated from the face of Moshe. And similarly, the Mashiach, as did Moshe Rabbeinu, will have a dual role. First, he will bring law and order into the world. And the other function of Mashiach will be his spiritual influence on the Jewish people. He will purify us. And like Moshe Rabbeinu, he will radiate spiritual light to his people. He'll bring us back to Eretz Yisrael, cause a mass movement of tshuva in our nation to elevate Bnei Yisrael to the level of, please God, the Amech, Kula Sadikin.
as the Navi Yeshaya in chapter 60, Pesach 21 says, and your people will all be righteous. Now, I really believe, and all of us, listen carefully, people might say to themselves, yeah, yeah, come on, you really believe in Moshiach? I think we have been privileged. What does that mean? Look at what Corona did to the entire world. Corona literally shut down the entire world within one week. Everybody's former routine was challenged in so many ways. And we know that there are still some people that Babunoseinu Arabim are still not coming back to Shul. They're still unfortunately affected by the consequences of Corona. Now just think for a moment, everybody. The same way that nobody could have anticipated this kind of complete transformation of the world. So too, I am telling everybody, but it's not me, it's not Yudin that's saying this, it's the Rambam who's writing it so clearly in chapter 11 and in chapter 12. And this very simply is telling us and giving us that additional anticipation that as the world was shut down and completely affected by Corona, so too, Emir Hashem, the entire world. And in this week's parsha, the Rambam cites the verse, Dorach Kuchov Miyakov, namely that a flashing, a shooting star will emerge from Yaakov, which Rashi and the commentaries tell us that it refers to the coming of Moshiach. And Moshiach is compared to that uh, star. Why? Because as a shooting star goes from one end of the world to the other, but the entire world sees it, so too that is the way Moshiach is going to be seen, understood by the entire world. I mentioned it before. I believe that might be a reason why this biblical reference is found in Parshas Bullock, who is, after all, Bilam, the Navi of the non-Jew, because this is not only for the Jew, in Hashem, this is for the entire world. Please, God, we should all be zochem to pine for and Amir Hashem speedily in our days witness the coming of Melech HaMoshiach. Shabbat Shalom to all.